When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, this is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com, and today I'm going to share with you guys three ways for you to improve your communication skills. Now for me, back when I was in high school, I used to be painfully shy. I was the shy, quiet kid, didn't have very many friends. Uh, most people didn't even know that I existed, to be honest, because uh, I would just sit in the corner. I'd try to avoid all the different social scenarios out there because oftentimes when I'd be with a group of people, I'd be the quiet, awkward kid, and you know, sure enough, other people would tease me or make fun of me because when other people sense that you're weak, they look at you as a target. By them making fun of you and teasing you and making jokes, oftentimes it elevates their status and makes them seem cool or funny or popular by bringing you down. So for me, this created a lot of pain in my life. This created a lot of uh, suffering. And at that stage of my life, I, I finally hit a threshold. I finally decided when I was 17 years old that I have to change this area of my life. I have to learn how I can communicate with people because... Most of what I wanted in my life involved communication. I mean, at that stage of my life, I wanted friends. I wanted to be popular. I wanted a girlfriend. And that all requires communication skills, but also communication is what's going to allow you to be able to make more money and change other aspects of your life as well. And so for me, I did a lot to immerse myself to improve this area of my life, and I eventually did, and I started coaching and helping other people with this. But one thing I noticed in common with all great communicators Oftentimes people, they focus on what someone's saying. They worry too much about the words and how they articulate themselves. For me, that's not what makes a really great communicator. I look at communication, all great communicators have an incredible level of confidence and comfort. A confidence in who they are, a confidence in how they communicate and what they say. Oftentimes great communicators aren't necessarily the, the person that is the one that's the life of the party and always you know, the one that's talking the most. I think that's a big misconception that a lot of people have. They think that I have to be more talkative, but oftentimes a great communicator could be someone that 
doesn't feel that need to always be talking, to dominate the conversations because they're comfortable within themselves to just kind of lay back and listen, observe, and make comments here and there. There's many different styles of communication. I think it's important to understand that. Don't think that you have to be the most talkative person out there because oftentimes that person that is trying to be the life of the party and showing off and trying to make everyone laugh, and you might look at them as being very charismatic. For me, what I see is someone oftentimes that can be very insecure. And oftentimes that person's doing things like that in order to make themselves to be more popular or cool or you know, show off to other people, but oftentimes it can stem from insecurity. So understand, first and foremost, there's many different ways and styles of communication. Um, I think it's important to be able to cultivate all these different styles within yourself, whether it's the ability to go in an environment and be the more talkative person, maybe to stand up in front of a stage and audience or in front of a camera and be able to communicate effectively to maybe different social scenarios where you're the person that's actually making other people feel better about themselves by giving them the space to communicate and talk more and you're more the listener, you're more the passive one in that situation because besides confidence, having that, that congruence, I think great communicators, what makes them great is they make other people that they're communicating with feel good, feel empowered, feel, feel comfortable and I don't know if you've ever been in a scenario before with someone, it's a pet peeve of mine, when you're talking to someone and they're just dominating the conversation, they don't even give you room to say anything. You know, it's all about them. It's a 90, 90, 95% conversation, them, 5 or 10% you. And then oftentimes you get frustrated by that because that's someone that's just talking, 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 talking. They're actually not having any regard for you. That's not effective communication. Again, effective communication, I think, that both people involved or everybody involved feels good. There's a level of connection, a level of rapport that's accomplished where um, you know, people like you. They like communicating with you. So I think that's one of the most important goals of communicating is learning how to make other people like you. That might be in some scenarios being the more talkative one. It might be in some scenarios letting the other person talk and then you just trying to make them feel good by listening to them or acknowledging them you know, and, and empowering them in that way. So when it comes to a few different ways, I think a few different things I want to share with you guys is first is the confidence piece because often the greatest communicators, again, it's not, they're not saying the perfect words in the perfect times. They're not, you know, sometimes they say um or ah or you know or they have things like that but what makes them unique is they have that confidence and that comfort within themselves. They have congruence. Congruence is when what they say and what they believe is aligned. So when they say something, you can feel it. You can sense it. You can feel the energy in what they're saying. There's a level of congruence there. And I think a big part of that confidence comes from competence. You know, for me, when I was shy, what I had to do to really improve this area of my life is I had to put myself in tons of social scenarios because part of the reason why my communication skills were lacking is because I didn't communicate. You know, I'd spend all day, all night in front of the computer and you know, I had to reverse that. I had to start doing the opposite where I got rid of all the video games and all the things that I was doing there. I spent all this time out in the real world around friends and going to different meetup groups and, and events and things of that nature. And the reality and the truth is I was painfully shy, nervous, I had anxiety, I had a lot of fear, but I reframed that. I think there's a different way you gotta look at that fear, that anxiety that you have. 
Um, oftentimes people feel that and they shy away even more. But I actually view, if you're not feeling that anxiety, that fear, then that's a sign that you're not growing. I, I welcome, I embrace that because when I feel that discomfort, I know that this is an opportunity for me to overcome it. And I remember I would, I would purposely find scenarios that would make me uncomfortable, that would make me shy, that would make me anxious, that would make me insecure. And I'd put myself in those scenarios on purpose to force myself to learn how to be comfortable with them. I would do it again and again and again and again. I remember I used to go to nightclubs by myself in some scenarios. A Friday, Saturday night, I, you know, I'd go by myself, no alcohol whatsoever, and I'd be oftentimes at first the guy that's just standing around with a glass of water, um, feeling awkward, feeling stupid, feeling silly, looking at everyone else having fun, and I used to get so caught up in my head but then by doing that enough times, I would force myself to talk to people. I'd force myself, you know, before I went out to the bar or the club to put myself in a great state, to talk to the doorman, to talk to the host, to, to, to talk to people there and learn how to eventually be comfortable in that, that, that situation. Because I knew if I could get comfortable in that situation, where one of the most difficult and challenging situations out there where there's loud music, there's flashing lights, everyone's drunk and it's chaotic... If I can get comfortable and confident there, then how much more confident and comfortable would I be when I'm at the bar or the club with my friends? How much more confident and comfortable would I be if I'm at a coffee shop or I'm at a party? I mean, once you've been pushed yourself to those difficult scenarios, everything else becomes easy. So that's how I look at things. And that's how you develop that confidence is putting yourself in those scenarios where it is uncomfortable, it is challenging. It, it does make you feel weird and awkward. And trust me, you're going to have many times where you're going to say the weird thing, the awkward thing. People are going to laugh at you. They're going to make fun of you. They're going to reject you. Right? Those are all things you're going to have to go through. But understand, whenever that happens, that's a gift. That's a challenge for you to grow, to become more. Welcome and embrace that because that's how you're going to really develop that confidence and be able to be that kind of person that can com communicate in any different environment out there. So confidence is number one. That's the most important thing. Uh, I'd say the next way that you can really improve your communication skills is understand that most of communication is not your words. Again, there's actually a study that was done that said that 93% of all communication is not the words, but it's your voice and your body language, and only 7% are the words. So if you have this spectrum here, a lot of people, what do they focus on? The words. What am I going to say? They worry and they think about that so much. But the reality is it's not that important. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Okay? Very important. You can use the same words. Two people could say the same things, but it will come across totally different. People will respond totally different based on how you say it. So how you say it is very important. That's what you have to really cultivate the most. And cultivating your confidence, as I mentioned, but also your nonverbal communication. Because in any communication between anybody, two people or a group, there's the words, there's a surface level, but there's also sub-communication. There's a deeper level of communications going on that most people aren't even aware of that are influencing them. That comes down to the eye contact. Okay, oftentimes great communicators, people that, um, you know, people other people respect, they respond to, they communicate their confidence based on their eye contact. Right, making sure you have eye contact with the people that you're communi communicating with. You know, if you're talking to somebody and you're just looking away or you're acting aloof, 
again, that's actually hurting the communication because it's not making the other person feel good in any way, right? But when you actually look at someone and you communicate that way, when you're speaking and you're making eye contact, it shows confidence and, and uh, congruence in what you're saying. But also when someone's speaking back to you and you're also giving them eye contact, you're showing acknowledgement. You're listening. You're paying attention to them, which everybody wants to feel significant. They want to feel important, right? If you've ever been in a conversation with someone, you're talking to them, they're not even looking at you. It's like, you know, is this, are you even important enough for this person to communicate with? You know, so that's going to come across in a negative way. Eye contact, your body language, how you stand, shoulders up, how you project your voice, projecting with a loud, clear, resonant voice, projecting from your diaphragm, not up here in your chest, learning how to project what you're saying, using gestures and body language. You know, when you're speaking and you, you know, make a point or you use your hands, that's going to engage people a lot more. Your facial expression, smiling, your eyes, all the different muscles in your face, using them when you communicate. You know, turning towards the person, how you position your body. All of these things are incredibly important when you're communicating with the other person. So learning how to really be comfortable in communicating. Oftentimes when you're confident, you know, often the body language kind of manifests itself because, you know, when you're confident, you naturally make eye contact. You naturally speak loud and, and comfortable, comfortably with ease. And so that's why I think confidence is one of the more important pieces. So understand it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Focus on your body language. Be aware of that. Um, you know, obviously be aware of uh, your breath when you communicate. Even how you dress communicates something as well. You know, often communication, again, it's not just what you say, but it's the nonverbal. People are picking up. They're judging you constantly, whether we like it or not, based on how we look, how we stand, how we move, how we communicate. And so making sure you're dressed well, you're well-groomed, all those things are going to make a difference in how other people respond to you. And the last piece I want to share is really learning how to listen. And really hear me now. Really listen to what I just said. Because I know a lot of you out there are saying, yeah, 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 I already know that. I already know that I should listen more. But I want you to hear the deeper message, the deeper meaning of this, of what it really means to listen. Listen does not just mean that the other person's talking and you're just there, you know, taking in what they're saying while you're working on your computer or while you're thinking about something else. That's not listening. Real listening is when you're truly present with the person that you're communicating with. When not only you're just looking at them, but you're feeling them, you're sensing them, you're actually paying attention. You're not off somewhere else in your head. You're not up here micromanaging and thinking about what you're going to say next. You're not up here judging them on this or that or thinking about what else you have to do. That's not listening. Other people on a very subtle level, they can sense your presence. They can sense. Right now when I'm talking to you guys right now, I'm not thinking about anything else up here. I'm just letting everything flow as I'm speaking in front of the camera. If I'm up here in my head, I'm not going to be present with you guys. You guys will sense and feel it. So I'm just trusting. I just communicate whatever first thing that pops up, I communicate. I say it. And learning how to get out of your head is such an important skill. Learning how to just be present. When someone else is speaking, you listen to them. You acknowledge them. You give them your, your mind, your attention. You're not focused on anything else or doing anything else. If you can do that, then the other person will feel a, a deeper level of connection with you, unlike most. Because very few people are willing to give that level of presence. 
So when you communicate with people, give them that gift. Give them that gift of your presence, of your attention. If you catch yourself in your head, bring yourself out of it. Really listen to what that person's saying, but also what they're feeling, what they're experiencing. You know, often, you know, I try to encourage people to talk. I, I'm more, when I communicate with people, oftentimes when I'm in front of the camera or speaking on, in public, yeah, I'm the one that's the most talkative person, but often in my everyday life, I'm more the person that is just listening to other people. I think listening is one of the most important skills. You don't always have to be the one that's talking. Um, learning how to listen to others, but also showing an interest, having a curiosity, you know, a- asking them questions because oftentimes when you ask other person questions or give them that presence, they're going to really appreciate that. You know, they're going to really thank you for it. It's going to make them feel good. You know, the best thing that everybody likes to talk about is themselves. And so when you encourage someone else to talk about themselves and you ask them questions, it shows that you're paying attention. It shows that you're listening to what they're saying. And so I think that's one of the most important things that you can do rather than just being the person that just tries to dominate every conversation and be the one that you know, makes you look or sound good or popular in front of everybody else, but nobody enjoys interacting with you because you're not giving them the room to speak. Um, I think by everybody, if we could just listen more, be more present with one another, ask questions, be curious, be interested, um, then I think that's you know, a winning formula for successful, communicator, successful communicators in this world. So listen, guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed um, these three different ways to improve your communication skills. Um, it does take practice. It does take pushing your comfort zone. It does take putting yourself in those scenarios to consistently meet people and interact with them. And again, you're going to have to go through that, that period, that phase where it is going to be challenging. It is going to be hard. But if you can push past that, then that's what's going to really allow you to have that confidence that when you do communicate, it's going to be that much more effective. So listen, guys, thank you so much for watching. Uh, If you enjoyed this video, hit the thumbs up button here on YouTube. Make sure that you subscribe for more YouTube videos as well. There's a subscribe button below this video. Uh, Make sure you hit the, there's a bell as well. Once you subscribe, hit the bell. Make sure that you turn on your notifications so you get notified of future videos that I'm releasing. And uh, check out uh, in the description to a few different links and resources that I have that can add some more value to your life. Thank you guys. Always believe. Commit to mastery. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.